Good morning, family. I want to share a very special story that I heard this week, that I learned of this week, um, about a priest. His name is Father Stephen Shire. And this story really uh, touched me a lot because it taught me a lot. And I hope that it can teach all of us here in this church um, something from his life and just from what happened in his life. So this priest was a priest for about 12 years. And one day he was driving on the highway and he came into a car accident. He came onto a head-on-head collision. And it literally threw him from his car outside. And obviously that caused pretty much for him almost to die. He had many lacerations to his head. Uh, The entire right side of his head was torn off and many brain cells were damaged. The entire right side of his brain was literally sheared off. And so during this time, this priest, as he was laying unconscious, he literally had a 15% chance of survival. That's what they gave him. And he had this near-death experience. And so he sees himself standing before Jesus, before the judgment seat of God, because that's what's all going to happen to us, right? When we die, we will stand before God. We will stand before Jesus Christ, who is the judge. And so this priest, Father Stephen, is standing before Jesus Christ, and he's being judged. And Jesus is telling this priest everything that he's done. And he's accusing him of all the sins that he's committed. And he's telling him, you do, you've done this, you've done this, you've done this. And the only thing that Father Stephen could say was, yes, Lord, I know. Yes, Lord, I know. And Father Stephen explains his experience and he says, I was standing before truth himself. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And the only thing I could say to him when he was showing me my sins was, yes, I know. And so after Jesus was done revealing his life, Jesus says to him, and your sentence is hell. And Father Stephen says to Jesus, yes, I know. But Father Stephen says that in that moment, he heard a woman's voice. And the woman said, Son, will you spare his life and his eternal soul? And Jesus says, Mother, he's been a priest for 12 years for himself and not for me. Let him reap the punishment that he deserves. And Mary says, But son, if we give him special graces and strength, then maybe he will bear fruit. And if not then let your will be done. Father Stephen says that there was a pause after that. And Jesus says, Mother, he is yours. Miraculously, he survived this accident. 15% chance of survival, he survived. He recovered after a very long time to be able to tell this story. It's an amazing story. And I share this because oftentimes as believers, as Catholics, as people who love the Lord, we just think that if we're good people, we're automatically going to go to heaven. You know, the priest and his white piece of collar that he wears is not his ticket to heaven. 
There's a church father, his name is St. Irenaeus, and he says that, he says, the road of hell, the pathway of hell, is paved with the skulls of priests and bishops. It's paved with the skulls of priests and bishops. And maybe we don't believe that. Maybe we don't think that a priest or a nun can go to hell, but it's actually very real. I mean, Jesus says in the gospel that many people will try to enter heaven, but not many will be able to make it. He says that the path to heaven is very narrow. Not many people make it. It's difficult. And the path to hell is very wide. And many people go down it. I don't share this to scare you. I share this story, and it is very real that a priest can go to hell because of the words of Jesus. He says, To those who much is given, much is expected. To those who much is given, much is expected. I want us all to think about how much God has given us. How much has He given us? How much has He blessed us with? How much has He poured out upon us? So think, if God has given us so much, how much does God expect from us? A lot. God expects a lot from us because He's blessed us so much. This gospel that we just read about the rich man and Lazarus, the reason I share this story about this priest who is sentenced to hell is because of this gospel. There was this rich man, and at his front door was a poor man sitting at his door every single day. And he didn't do anything for this poor man. Sometimes we think that we're a good person because we haven't killed anyone. Mabruk, you haven't killed anyone. Congratulations. <laughs> but hell is not filled with murderers. Hell is not filled with those who commit adultery. It's not just those people. Because when we read this gospel that we just heard, all it says is that this man was rich, he clothed in fine linens, and he feasted sumptuously every day. He had puzi every single day of his life. That's all it says. It doesn't say he killed anyone. It doesn't say he cussed anyone out. It doesn't say he was rude or angry. All it says is that he was rich and he lived a luxurious life and he feasted. And where was he? In hell. Why? because he was selfish, because he didn't love, because he didn't give himself. He was only thinking of himself. And my brothers and sisters, that's what happens. When I'm so attached to the world and to my riches and my career and my success and my name, when I'm so attached to these things, I can't see past myself. I can't see past myself. I'll give a very simple example. Think about, you know, our family members. Maybe especially those who are sick, especially those who are older. When was the last time you reached out to them? When was the last time we visited them? When was the last time we called them? 
Oftentimes, we don't think of the sick or elderly in our families, and I'm not saying this is all of us, right? I'm sure some of you do that. And I'm preaching to myself because I know that I can work on this. But we don't oftentimes reach out to the people who are most in need because in reality, deep down inside, there's nothing that they can do for us. There's nothing they can give us. There's no way that I can benefit from this person. It's just the truth. Why do I hang out with this person and not this person? Because this person is a boomer and I have nothing to gain from them. And this person, I know I'm going to have fun with them and it's going to be a good time. But what if God is calling you to hang out with the Buma? What if he's calling you to love the Buma? <laughs> because that could be a real scenario. I mean, God could be calling us to say, you know what? Put your friends to the side for a second, the ones that you like and the ones that you love to spend time with, and look at the person that no one pays attention to. That is love. That is what Jesus is calling us to. But if I'm just so focused on myself and, and what I feel, and if I'm going to have a good time, and if I'm going to benefit, and if I'm going to receive, and if I'm going to leave from this certain thing feeling great, then I'm a selfish person. And where do selfish people go? To hell. The gospel is very clear about that. You know, St. John Paul II was very big about why we were created. St. John Paul II shows us that we were created to love and for love. That's why we were created. And if I'm not living my life for love, then I'm not living. I'm just not living. It's the truth. I need to be challenging myself constantly and asking myself, who do I need to love? Where do I need to work on my love? Listen to the reason that this priest, Father Stephen, was sentenced to hell. Jesus tells his mother, he's been a priest for 12 years for himself and not for me. Let him reap the punishment he deserves. He's been a priest for himself. What if at the end of our lives, we stand before God and Jesus says to us, You've lived for yourself for 50 years, 60 years, 70, 80 years. You've only lived for yourself and you haven't lived for me. Jesus gives us the greatest commandments to love God with all our heart, mind, and soul and to love our neighbor as ourselves. We need to be challenging ourselves to love. One way that I think keeps us from loving is when we haven't been to confession in a very long time. When I'm living with sin in my heart. Because when you, you can look up this story about this priest, Father Stephen. It's on YouTube. Mother Angelica does an interview, a couple interviews with him. And he says that one of the reasons he knew he was condemned to hell is because he had many sins that he had not confessed. And not just that, but even when he would go to confession, because he would go to confession, he would confess his sins, but he did not want to change. And so that's why he knew that when he stood before Jesus, he was going to hell, because he had sins he did not confess, and even when he went to confession, he really didn't want to change. I want to point something out. 
It's very rare to have two priests hearing confessions on a Sunday morning. I want you to be aware of that. That is not normal in a church. But think about how much God loves this church that on this Sunday, he's brought two priests here to sit in confession, to listen to our sins, and to receive forgiveness from God. What are we waiting for? Father Stephen says that he thought he had time to change. And after he survived, he realized there was no time. The rich man tells Abraham, go and warn my brothers so that they don't come to this place of suffering. There was one time as a priest where I celebrated a funeral. And this only happened once as a priest. They brought the casket in. And I had a deep, deep sense from the Holy Spirit that this person was in hell. A deep sense that this person, it was the scariest feeling I've ever had. I've never had that other than that time as a priest. But I think God gave me that experience to teach me that hell is real. Not to scare me, to teach me. Because God is not a God who scares. God is a God who teaches, who loves, who shows us the way. And so my brothers and sisters, whatever we need to change in our life in order to love, don't think, okay, I'm going to do it at Thanksgiving. I'll do it around the new year. There is no time. Now is time. Now is the day. Who do I need to love? Where do I need to love? What sins do I need to confess? And let's allow the Lord to change us and to prepare us because we're not living for hell, my brothers and sisters. We're living for heaven. That's our home. Amen.